I had a teacher massage my neck. No. Uh huh. I will not name him because I don't know. It seems mean. <laughs> it was gross. I mean, This is a freaky podcast. That's right. We each get 15 minutes to freak the other person out. You know the drill. Um, I hope you do. I'm Megan. I'm Lauren. And that's what we do. We get 15 minutes. We time it. We bring a topic. The goal is just to freak the other one out. Some of us find certain things, weird things freaky. Some of us are just... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like, not everyone finds Christian Bale as freaky as I do. I don't know. That's something I learn as yeah. I go. Yeah. You know, we're learning. We're learning. We're learning. This is a whole process. Yeah. Thank you for coming along on the journey. So, um, every episode, one of us gets to bring a drink that has to do with our topic. Um, Megan, you've brought a beer for us tonight. I have. So, tonight, I specifically, my brother-in-law came to visit, and I said, can you bring me some lacrosse lager? Mm-hmm. It so, is clean. It has a smooth finish. It's double brewed with pure artisan water. Yeah. not This is not your normal neti pot distilled water. This it's is artisan water. <laughs> fully krausened. Yeah. Um... I looked that up, <laughs> and then I forgot what it means. Okay, so here's what it, something I know about you is that you're from Lacrosse. La 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 I'm from Lacrosse. You're from Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So I think because this is beers from your hometown, right. that you're gonna tell. You're us just gonna open it right away. Oh, you're, I'm gonna wait for the moment. Um, you're gonna tell us something freaky that happened in your hometown. Okay. And if I'm right, mm-hmm. I'm mad about it because I was really hoping we could do a hometown episode. <laughs> Together. That's all I'll say. Um, do you, did I ever tell you the fun fact about LaCroix? Or LaCroix? LaCroix? La lager? No, you didn't. Because also LaCroix is from La Crosse, Wisconsin. It um, is? LaCroix? Yeah. Oh, fun. That's, it's, okay. It's from the LaCroix River and it's, it. um, it was brewed in the same brewery actually as oh, this. Oh, very fun. Um, so LaCrosse lager is the original old style. What does that mean? Um, like it was LaCrosse lager and then they rebranded? Um, so they were brewing old style. This brewery was. Mm-hmm. And then they got bought up by, like, InBev, like, 15 years ago. Yeah. And they were like, okay, here you go. And the people were like, no, no, we just want the name. Yeah. So they put Old Style on a different beer. And so the brewer was like, well, we're just going to keep brewing the exact same stuff. Oh. And we're going to call it Lacrosse Lager. Nice. So, Good for Lacrosse Lager. Right. So, like, all of our grandparents that drank Old Style, like, they try and find Lacrosse Lager because it's the original. Like, they're like, that's the flavor that I remember. Not Old Style. I'm excited to taste it. Okay. Let's go for it. Great. Okay. Should we rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first? Let's do it. Nope. <laughs> Ready? One. You know what I like about our um, <laughs> podcast, Rock, Paper, Scissors, is that we don't even say Rock, Paper, Scissors, Shoot out loud, which would help listeners. No. Anyways, should, we? should we do it? No. no. Megan's scissors have cut my paper. I she have. will be going first. I will be going first. Cheers, Cheers to the original old style. The original old style and LaCroix water and Four loco. You're welcome. It's good. Yeah. It's more flavorful than old style. It is. Um... Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me and not timing. I feel at like all. I usually go second. Okay. okay. Um, second or first? Whatever. Timer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Timer begins now. Okay. Um, you are right. This is going to take place in my hometown. <gasps> I'm so mad about it. I have such a good hometown story. <laughs> do it. You can do whatever you want. We don't talk about us ahead of time. I know. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm also a little worried about this one because I didn't know about it growing up. 
Um, but I'm worried that I might know someone that's like weirdly connected to it since as you just said, a lot of our listeners are in La Crosse, Wisconsin. More than are in Duluth, Minnesota, friends <laughs> yeah. of mine. Hometowns. Um, so I'm going to tell you all about the case of the missing babysitter. Oh boy. Is this one of the babysitter clubs? <laughs> yeah, it's a little okay. known babysitter's club yeah. book. Um, it's the disappearance of Evelyn Grace Hartley. Mm-hmm. So it is, and I didn't know this growing are up Are you at afraid all. that like people you know are like the reason she disappeared? No. <laughs> I'm like not even like, like they have her. I'm in their worried basement. that like I know someone that's somewhat related to her, mm-hmm. or and because that wouldn't really come up in conversation, or that I'm really like I'm friends with someone that tangentially like is somehow connected to this. Mm-hmm. And when was be, like, it? Well, hold okay, on, let me tell you. So this is one of the most infamous unsolved disappearances to date. Mm. So even if you just Google it. Like, I have a sadistic love for <laughs> I know, stories. I know, I know. Okay. That's how I kind of discovered it. I was Googling it. I was like, wait a minute, what? This happened where? I looked at the houses of where it happened. Ah. And I was like, I drove by this all the time. That's terrifying. Um, so Evelyn Grace Hartley was born in La Crosse, Wisconsin uh, in 1937. Oh, a while okay. ago. It was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to Central High School. I know Central High School. I didn't go there. I went to the Catholic school. What was school. their mascot? Um... The Raiders? Got it. You don't no. seem confident about People it? are going to yell at me about yeah. that, huh? Yeah. My, uh, I don't know. I went to the Catholic school. Um, so she went to Central High School, and by all accounts of everyone that, that kind of knew her or talked about her after this happened, um, she was kind of a really good girl. Like, her parents are super proud of her. She studied... Despite the fact that she didn't go to the Catholic school. She didn't go to the, I don't know if it existed. <laughs> <laughs> she got straight A's. She went to church regularly. She sang in the choir. Mm-hmm. She was, like, the good girl. Yeah. Um, so her father, everyone calls her Evie, so I might say Evie. Evie's father, Dr. Richard Hartley, he was a biology professor professor at La Crosse State College, mm-hmm. which I think is just UWL now, University of Wisconsin-La Crosse, I don't know. Um, one day, one of his colleagues, um, doc, uh, his name is Vigo Ras- Rasmussen. Vigo Ooh, Rasmussen. Very fake name. Right? Yeah. But it's real. Cool. So it's one of his coworkers asked if Evie was available to babysit for the night of the homecoming game. Mm-hmm. Because they have a normal babysitter, but she's in college. And she's she like, wants to go to that I game. I want to go to that game. Yeah, that makes sense. And so she was available. So on October 24th, 1953. So she was 16? Um, she was born in 37. 16. Okay. Yeah. Um... She was picked up by Vigo um, at 6.30 and All taken I'm to their home. picturing is Vigo Morton. I know. Okay. I know. It's hard. <laughs> so it's like something yeah. shady is happening. Okay. Um, she was picked up at 6.30 and taken to their home. Um, then he, his wife, and their seven-year-old daughter left to go to the game. Who's she babysitting? She's babysitting their 20-month-old daughter. Uh, okay. Um, so they've got a 20-month-old. Mm-hmm. And... The, At that point, can we say a year and a half? Can we say two years? Like, do we need to say 20 months? I don't know. I, I don't like when that happens. I know. It's like, how old's your kid? And he's like, 53 months. And I'm like, what? You're making me do math now. Right. It's like a beautiful mind in my mind. No. Um, she was told to feed the baby, put her to bed at 7, and then at 7.15 to go in and put a blanket over the baby. What a weird ritual. Right? I don't get why. But like, it was give like, her 15 minutes to, to roll around, do her cold. thing. <laughs> <laughs> give her 15 minutes yeah. to, to a, appreciate what she has. Get a shiver. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just kidding, you're fine. Yeah. 
You've learned your life lesson. Totally, totally. You actually have a blanket. Um, she brought a bunch of school books with her to study while the baby slept. Yeah, because she's there for, what, a half hour and then the baby goes to sleep? Yeah, so she's just going to hang out and read. That's the best kind of and, babysitting like, job, I know. to be honest it's with like, you. You watch you, TV for, like, yeah. two hours? It's like, where's your pantry? Do you have the dirty channels? Yeah. Okay, um, Megan, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, no, just me. Um, so she made plans to call her parents at 8.30 p.m. to check in. Mm-hmm. Um... But that call never came. <gasps> Evie. Evie. <laughs> um, her parents were worried almost immediately because she never, like, didn't check in. That was not like her. Yeah. So her father tried calling a couple times. No answer. And she's a good girl. Yeah. She's good. So they're like, okay, what's going on? So Something's he finally happening. was like, I'm driving over there. Yeah. So he drives over to the house at 9.20 p.m. Walking up to the house, he sees all the lights on. He could hear a radio playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knocked on the door, got no answer. He checked the door. It was locked. Oh, boy. And he's like, okay. Um, he looks through the front window of the house, like, what's going on? He sees that the furniture almost looks like like it's been knocked over, like it's all, like, askew. And he's like, okay. Uh-huh. One of his daughter's shoes is on the ground. Okay, he's panicking at this point. <laughs> I, I'm like, one of, one of the shoes, school, her school books are scattered around this shoe, and I wrote like in, all, in the inside the house. Inside the house, and I wrote in all caps in red, "Nightmare." Oh yeah, <laughs> nightmare. Yeah, this is not what that father right. is trying no, to see. No, thank you. So he's panicked. He runs to the back of the house. The back door is locked too, and he's like, "What the fuck?" That's when he noticed that a, there was a basement window, and that in the back that was open, and the screen had been leaning against the outside oh, wall. No, and so someone had broken it. Yeah. He climbs through the window and sees that there's a little stepladder at the bottom of the window to, like, help him get down, basically, or to help someone that was trying to get out. Um, So he goes upstairs. He's searching frantically. He's, like, screaming for her. Every room in the house was locked. What? Yeah. Like, the rooms that were closed were locked. Nothing was happening. He's, like, walking around. a lot of interior locks in this house. Yes. Um, he found her other shoe upstairs. Her glasses were broken. Oh, no, Evie. This and, was a struggle. Yeah, this is bad. Um, the baby is still peacefully sleeping in her crib. Even after all the dad shouts? Right, dad shouting, and she's like, I'm fine. Well, she had her blanket. She had her blanket. <laughs> she didn't. <gasps> oh, yeah, no. She, she <laughs> so we know exactly uh, when it happened. Exactly. <gasps> so. Wow. The timeline. Uh, I know. I have... That was the page I was like, this isn't mine. And I was like, oh, no, I printed out the timeline. (laughs) So he was heard by neighbors, like, screaming her name. And he was, like, outside trying to find her. So one neighbor came over, and they found him, like, outside, searching the grounds for any sign of, like, of Evie. At 9.45, that neighbor calls the police. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Something's up. So police come... They find pry marks on almost all the basement doors oh, of, like, wow. someone was trying to get in. Yeah. Um, they find a series of footprints throughout the house from a set of sneakers and a significant amount of blood that matched her blood type. <gasps> Evie! Because back then, too, like, you, there was no DNA evidence. Right. But they knew that the blood type matched her blood type. Right. Um, there's pools of blood just inside the basement window and in the outside yard, as well as bloody handprints in a nearby garage about 100 feet away. Ah. Yeah. Terrifying. I know. This is all my hometown, and I never oh, knew about it. And you drove past these houses? I drove past these houses. 
justice. Megan! We live in Chicago. Everything's happened here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, come on. I so, feel like we could have, like, a like, season of Chicago. Like, someone has been killed exactly where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> For sure. Um, so they brought in tracker dogs. Um, the tracker dogs made it about two blocks and the scent went cold. So they're thinking maybe someone put him her in a car there. Mm-hmm. And then drove away. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is now beginning the largest search in Wisconsin history. Oh my god. Even now, this is one of the largest searches of Okay, because there her. was like just a successful yeah, I know, search I know. I almost did that when I was like, it's too soon. Yeah. Um so while investigating and police talked to neighbors, they learned that one neighbor heard two or three screams at around seven PM. Cool neighbor. Way to call the police. <laughs> she thought it was just kids playing or maybe having a tantrum. No, neighbor. Like you hear something, you say something. Always be nosy. Yes. Be the nosy neighbor. Yes. That's like, okay, get out of my business. It's like, sorry, just plan it safe. Yes. What if it was worst case scenario? Which in this case it was. Mm-hmm. I bet she never makes that mistake again. Mm-mm. Well, also, weeks after the kidnapping, so weeks later, another neighbor who lived down the street comes up. It's like, oh, I saw like three people walking down the road that night. It was two men, and they had a girl in between them. Weeks. <laughs> Weeks later. What? And then he goes like, oh, yeah, and a few minutes later, I was going to the game, and I saw him again. They were speeding westward in a 41 or 42 green Buick, and the man was driving. The other man was in the back seat with the girl who was slumped over. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Weeks? Weeks. I'm mad at this man. In, even, like, in articles, he was named as Mr. X. Yeah, because people were like, they're going to attack him. And then within the last few years, it came out of what his actual name What's is. What's his name? Is he I didn't write it to down. you? I know. I didn't write it down. I didn't, didn't want to... What if someone le- that's listening knows him or something? I feel like this is an example of, like, what never would have happened now in the age of the internet. Right. Like, that would have come out within minutes. Uh, oh, immediately. Yeah. Like, hey, like, on Facebook, someone's like, well, I saw something. Yeah, not weeks um, later. He thought that they were just going to the game or maybe they had drank too much because it was homecoming. Um, so of note, where he saw them walking is where police found blood. Yikes. So it's so, definitely like... So it's probably that. Two dudes. That's so, terrifying for her. How much, time, imagine, how much time do I have? Can you imagine being in that house? You have four minutes. Oh, five God. minutes. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, I can't imagine... I looked up ev- both addresses and I was like... What do you mean both addresses? I looked up her house too, oh. of where she lived, and it's right near my parents' <gasps> house. Like, I've driven by it a bunch. Uh, I know. Wait, keep going. What else okay. do we know? So, here's has what she we... ever found... We're not not there yet. (laughs) I'm nervous. Okay. So several days later, um, a bloodstained bra and pair of underwear were found at an underpass two miles south of La Crosse. So they also found a bloodstained pair of men's pants um, about four miles away from that. It's unknown if the pants are connected. However, the blood on the bra and underwear tested positive for her blood type. Mm -hmm. It's so hard though because it's like, okay, it's her blood type. Yeah. But have they ever gone back? To, no. like, match DNA now? No. Okay. Um, they they found a pair... So I, this kind of gets into detail, but I was like, maybe I should say it in case someone knows that's listening. I'm like, wait a minute. But, Are like, you, like, what, trying to crack this case right now? What if we fucking solve it? <laughs> We'd have to, like, rename our podcast. <laughs> to like, what? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> then never mind. Um, they found a pair of size 10 bloodstained Goodrich Hood Mogul sneakers in an area southwest of La Crosse. They were dumped there only a short time before they were found. So, like, someone dumped them, they were found almost immediately. Because they were, like, what, still warm? Like, how'd they know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> they saw the car speeding away. Yeah. They're like, oh, I see it. Um, they believed that it was those, were the sneakers worn by her abductors, because the soles had a similar pattern to what they saw in mm-hmm. the house with the blood patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and the blood was positive for to be Evelyn's type. 
on the shoes. Based on the uh, pattern of wear on the shoes, and I found this weirdly interesting, they believe the owner worked in machinery because it had a distinctive wear in the in the soles of the shoes. Weird. And they also said that the wear in it, in it suggested that the owner frequently um, operated a whizzer motorbike. I love detective work. I know. <laughs> like, you could figure that out right. from a shoe? From the wear of the shoe. Like, okay. Very cool. There was a pedal here, probably. Yeah. So they also found, and this is another interesting one, about 800 feet from where the shoes were found, a well-worn blue denim jacket that had blood stains on the front mm-hmm. and on the back and sleeves. So, like, so lacrosse is just, like, littered with bloody clothes at this point. Basically, if you want to visit lacrosse, it's beer and bloody clothes. Yeah, it's actually it. on our sign. Welcome yeah, to yeah. lacrosse. Beer. Bloody clothes. Yeah. Very catchy. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Authorities think the jacket was worn by her kidnapper because the blood stains matched her blood type. Mm-hmm. Sensing a and, here. Right? The jacket had some metal-based paint flecks on it. Maybe from, like, the basement? Or maybe from whatever his job is. Right. So they're trying to figure out, like, what does he do? Mm -hmm. Um, There was a worn mark running from the entire width of the jacket under the armpits, Mm -hmm. which they think, this is a really big one, they think it's from a safety harness. Oh. So they think that that he was a, where is it, a steeplejack. What's that? I looked it up. Good. (laughs) Um, So... It was, um, a steeplejack is, like, a person that used to go up and, like, repair and fix. Oh. And they had to wear a harness. Sure. Steeples. I'm I'm just making a motion with my hand. Yeah, you're, like, fixing a steeple with your hand. Yeah. Um, so, and, like, the jacket was kind of cut off a little bit. But they're like, oh, it's kind of small. Someone who wears size 11 shoes probably wouldn't wear this jacket. But there were two dudes. Probably. Ooh. Right. So, lacrosse, to deal with it, they did mass lie detector tests. What? To. Those are, like... Pretty debunked. At well, this now, point. Yeah. but back then, mm-hmm. um, they conducted on all across area high school boys. Oh, okay. Authorities planned to test over. They didn't think it was like adults. I think they thought maybe it was like a high school thing okay. of like kids being kids or something. And right. they're like, let's just test Scary all the boys. Kids. That's going to be that's the yeah. easiest way. They're in high school. We have control over them mm-hmm. there. They wanted to do one thousand seven hundred and fifty tests. But the testing was controversial. People were getting pissy about it. Yeah. So they stopped after only 300 kids were tested. Mm-hmm. Um, authorities also announced that all cars would be checked for blood stains and any other susp- suspicious signs. So they printed out 40,000 stickers that read, My car is okay. In oh all caps. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so once the authorities checked your yeah, car, you if they didn't find anything, you got a sticker. Oh, my God. Right? Like, just... I feel like I would hardcore judge anyone who didn't have a sticker. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you don't want them to check your car? Uh, Is your car okay? Yeah. Um, What are you hiding? (laughs) Tell me. The police chief ordered all gas station attendants to report any suspicious vehicles, as well as the license plate number of any driver that refused the search. Oh, no. Okay. Did they find her? Um... (laughs) So, no, they didn't. Oh, my gosh. I have... Two more interesting things okay. about it, and yeah. then I'm done. Yeah. So, after he was arrested, it was rumored that Ed Gein... Who's that? What? Oh. <laughs> what? Should I know who that is? Ed Gein! The murderer? No. The serial killer. Never heard of him. Does he <gasps> have a different serial killer name? Honey, no, he's Ed Gein. I literally never heard of him. Are you, like, mad that you didn't do this episode about it? Oh, my God. Everyone listening is screaming right now. No. Yes. No one's heard of him. Ed Gein. You're saying that, like, it's, like, 
<laughs> Whatever that guy's name Everyone is. listening, please tweet at Lauren. Like, you still send, don't know my Twitter handle. Send Lauren Ed Gein. Okay, just tell me what he did. He's a very he's a very famous serial killer. And fun fact, also born in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh my god! Yeah. Your hometown is <laughs> fucked up. But it mainly happened, he mainly did a lot of his murders um, in Milwaukee. He's the one that, like, they went and busted him, and, like, he had a lampshade made of human skin. <gasps> and, like, that movie. kind of... Yeah. What? <laughs> like the, um, uh, Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Yeah. Similar. So, it was rumored, everyone's like, oh, after they caught Ed Gein, like, maybe he did it, because he was actually in lacrosse visiting family at that time. He totally did it. It was not his M.O. Got at it. all, though. Okay. Um, maybe he was trying something different. They found no... They found none of her remains, like, on his property when they were searching and finding all the other stuff. He has admitted to almost all of his killings. He denies anything with Evelyn Harley. Okay. I'm going to so, really have to look into him. Oh, it's... I can't believe you didn't know this. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so mad I didn't do that one, because that would be a really good one for you. <laughs> um, and then the last thing is that in 2004, there's a man... I'll just say his name. Mel Williams. Mm-hmm. He came forward with a tape of a conversation he recorded at a bar a couple years before. He was trying to record the band... Mm-hmm. And he kind of picked up a conversation between two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, in the recording, one of the men implicated himself in the Hartley dis- disappearance. Um, How old was he? Oh, I mean, like, really this old. happened way back yeah. when. Yeah. He also implicated another man who they kind of figured out had committed suicide shortly after the crime. Ooh. And so he's like talking about it in this bar. On the tape, the man says that he took Hartley to Lafarge, Wisconsin. And um, she was murdered and buried at a barn out there. Yikes. Uh, the tape ended when the man told Williams to stop recording. Like, he saw him recording and was like, stop it. And he said, Williams said that he could not remember what happened after the recorder was shut off. What does that mean? He's at a barn drunk, guess, like, man. Drunk. It's You're in Wisconsin. You're in La Crosse. Do you think he, like, found that recording the next day and was like, what was I recording? No, like, like, what is this? Like, like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, shit. I, I solved it. Yeah. Um, the two men implicated on the tape are both now dead. Did they ever go to LaForge or whatever? LaFarge. Um, I, I don't. I don't have that. I don't know. But uh, <gasps> apparently Captain Mitch Bromer of La Crosse Police Department responded to the tapes by saying, we'll look into it, in quotes. Yeah. No further developments were ever made. And as of 2018, not 2019, no traces of her were ever found. Wow. That is so yeah. scary. I have, yeah, a whole thing a of th- I have a whole page of theories, but I'm out of time, so I can't do you it. You are. Um, I'll just give you the timeline if you want. Okay, the, great. The page Thank of that. Thank you so much. But I will that read is, that on my own. That is the case of the disappearing babysitter and one of the still the most infamous unsolved disappearances yeah. of today. Scary. Yep. Yeah, and it happened in my fucking hometown. Wow. Here's to lacrosse. To lacrosse, I guess. <laughs> right? Whatever. Wow. Okay, let's take a quick break mm-hmm. and... We'll Your turn. Back. You freak me out. Okay. Lauren, we're back. Are you ready? I am. To freak me out. I sure so I have am. no hints on anything that you're doing because you didn't do the drink. Yeah, you didn't get this anything. This is coming out of nowhere. For okay. You. I got my timer. Okay. You set? Yes. And begin. Okay. Um, my topic is going to be the Wikipedia page of Ed Gein. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How funny would that have been? But I do have it up, and I can't wait to dive in on my own time. Classic Saturday night. <laughs> no, I... That so funny. <laughs> okay, I'm a little nervous that you've maybe heard of this, because it's, like, been in the news 
recently. Um, but I'm going to talk about an incident that occurred at a middle school in Idaho. Okay. Um, do you have any clue? Of no. What it's going to be? No. Okay, so. Which is weird because I'm on Reddit like all day. <laughs> okay, so this teacher, Robert Crossland, um, was recently involved. Is it? Okay. Is it the one that cut someone's hair? No. Okay. Ooh. What? <laughs> There's a teacher that like, got mad and like snapped and like cut. Oh, I was picturing more like he like lovingly cut a kid's hair, <laughs> which is, to me is like much weirder. He's like, it's okay. You having a good day? Just like massage. <laughs> I had a teacher massage my neck. No. Uh huh. I will not name him because I don't know. It seems mean. <laughs> It was gross. I mean, we're just doing a bunch of hometown shit right now. (laughs) Anyway, okay. So I'm going to start with the press release from the school district. It's Preston School District. And the press release, it's like kind of long, but I I feel like... I love this. Okay. Okay. So on March 7th, 2018, Preston School District was made aware of a regrettable circumstance involving some of the biological specimens at Preston Junior High. The event occurred well after... That's a weird way to say students. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Biological specimens. Um, The event occurred well after students had been dismissed and was not part of any school-directed program. We emphasize that at no time was the safety of students or staff compromised. District administration (laughs) was made aware of the issue soon after it occurred and immediately began the process of investigation and taking steps to ensure that this type of action could not be repeated. A part of any investigation includes determining the best course of action once the facts of the matter have been ascertained, blah, 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 blah. Additional details cannot be shared at this time as local law enforcement agencies in the process of gathering information. What happened? Do you want to know? (laughs) Do you want to know what this regrettable circumstance with biological specimen was? So the teacher... I'm scared. Mr. Crossland. (laughs) You're so excited. He fed a live puppy <gasps> to a snapping turtle no. in his classroom no. in front of students. <laughs> no. It's not funny. It's horrifying. Why are we I don't know. Because I'm so nervous. It's a live puppy. That's terrible. I know. No one tried to stop him? They just watched. <laughs> a live puppy. I get it. A snapping turtle. I understand. <laughs> Did you even know snapping turtles were capable of this? Um, I know that they're badass bitches. Like, you can't even put your hand near them. Cause they're I like, know. Kah. Yeah. Like, but I just didn't know that they could, like, be so big that they could, like, take down a puppy. Where did he get the puppy? That's one of the questions that no <laughs> one's quite sure of. Okay. Um, okay, so. <laughs> it it's was... like, hey, son, what'd you, what'd you do in school today? Uh, well, well, watch the don't have to Don't have to walk the dog anymore. <laughs> like, what? Okay, so... Um, no one thinks this is a good idea. Uh, exactly. Go. Okay, so apparently the puppy was sick. So, like, <laughs> that was, like, his excuse. Oh, uh, he's like, I'm putting him out of his misery? Like, um, the no. teacher, Mr. Crossland, was like, he was on the verge of death. And I could either have, like had him die or like teach this lesson about the circle of life to students uh you have questions yeah like what yeah that's a great first question (laughs) how traumatizing how old were the students do you know they were in middle school like seventh grade okay so okay so 
like, people, it wasn't clear. I read, like, a million articles about this, and no one knew if it was his dog, if someone gave him this dog, if he found this dog. Like, there's really, like, no one knows where he got this sick puppy. Wait, so he's like, no, it was sick. Yeah, like, some of the kids said it was sick, like, they could maybe tell, but, like... How can you tell if a puppy is sick? I don't know, sick? and, like, why not just take it to the vet and, like, have them put it down? Like, why are you trying well, to feed it to I Jaws, think, the snapping turtle, in I your think, classroom? I think that's <laughs> his point. He was like, no, rather than spending all this money to put a dog down, I just want to... save on snapping turtle food. Yeah, I wanted to make it a teachable lesson... About what? Why do they have a snapping turtle as a school Okay, pet? so he has a ton. Wait, you have, you have, okay. <laughs> I was just like random thought, but you have an answer. No, this teacher had like a ton of pets in his classroom, like reptiles and Gross. stuff. Oh, you know that's one weird guy. Oh, yeah. You know his house is full of oh. many more reptiles and pets. It's, he's probably got a ferret. Oh, yeah. I, I mean? bet he's got a long, like scraggly ponytail, too. He does. I looked at a picture. Oh. <laughs> it's actually pretty clean cut. Okay. Um, but, so... He has the giant snapping turtle, Jaws, and then he has, like... Wait, was that really his name? I yeah. thought you were joking. No, that's not his name. Um, and, like, a bunch of other reptiles. And so his, like, thinking was, well, my students, like, watch and participate in all these other... All these animals eating, like, rats and mice. So, like, they've seen them eating other animals. This like, is what's so different? different. I know. And then apparently, like, sometimes he would feed live guinea pigs <gasps> to these. And, like, people were like, oh, well, that's fine. We don't care about guinea but pigs. But then it was, like, the puppy, I think, because it was, like, a, a puppy. puppy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, ugh, Don't you have to hand in lesson plans? <laughs> this was after school. Per, <laughs> Wait, per what? the press release, it um, happened after the students had been dismissed and it was not part of any school-directed program. They just happened to, like, be there after school. And he was like, hey, students, come watch this thing I did. Okay, then I have questions about his theory of, like, oh, it's a teachable moment for the kids. And it's like, but you didn't even do it in class. You yeah. were obviously ashamed. You knew this you wasn't going to be bad good. Idea. Like, you knew this wasn't going to be good. Ugh. Um, so... <laughs> It's, like, so gross. Um, so, pretty much right away, he was sued by an animal rights activist. Of course. In Idaho. Yeah. Because, like... It's a puppy. It's a puppy. Um, so, he was sued for animal cruelty. Um, and the quote from the animal rights activist, Jill Parrish, was, what I have learned in the last four days is disgusting. It is sick. It is sick. <laughs> That was her quote in the newspaper. The way you read that, it is sick. It is sick. sick. Like, I just love that she, like, I gotta say it twice. Because it is sick. It is sick. You hear me? It is sick. Oh, God. So she sues him. This was back in March. And, like, the reason I... It came to my attention is because the verdict just came in. I I never heard of yeah. this. Um, Reddit is just failing me. Yeah. So like right away, even before like the trial, his current and former students like were defending him and standing by him. Um, and like one one current student who watched it, a seventh grader, said, "I felt a little better that it was a puppy that was going to die, not just a healthy puppy." Which oh is like God. you're a psycho murderer. You're gonna, I was just saying that's going to be a serial because killer. that like the way that he said that implies that like 
It would have not been as good if it was a healthy puppy, but not like I would have stopped. It. Yeah, like I didn't try to do anything. Like to stop it was, this. it was better that it was a sick dog, right? He's but like, like I mean, right? Yeah. Um, a parent of a current student said it was a deformed puppy that was going to die anyway. Crossland is very much circle of life. A parent said that. Yeah. I still have so many questions of how we don't know where the puppy came from. <laughs> I know. I how couldn't track puppy, it down. How does a puppy just appear? I don't know. Like, okay. did, was someone like, hey, dude, like, I know you have a lot of those hungry reptiles. Like, here's some food. Or did he, like, find it? Like, someone abandoned it? Maybe. Or would he, like, go to the vet and he's like, you got any sick dogs I could have? And they just said, sure, here's one. Yeah. Or, like, he adopted a dog and it was sick. And That's was, like, my question, but then there has to be paperwork of that. Yeah. Okay. No, like, no one has this answer. Okay. Um, and then a former student said, he's a cool teacher who really brought science to life. It's like, no shit. <laughs> he's cool. Yeah. Like, he really, like, did it right in front of us. <laughs> we loved it. Um. So... He went to trial. Um, he was found not guilty. The jury deliberated for 30 minutes, and they found him not guilty of animal cruelty. Why? I don't know. They didn't have to say. They just came back, and they're like, we find him not guilty. Um, and, like, during the trial, it was, like, two-day trial, and a ton of his current and former students and their parents, like, defended him for mm-hmm. being, like, such a great teacher. And they're like, this is ridiculous. He should not be on trial for this. Um, his defense attorney was quoted as saying, everyone had an issue with this puppy, but Mr. Crossland has several reptiles that feed regularly on live animals and need to feed on live animals, including rats and mice and other snakes. Yet no one objected or had issue there. He was just trying to do what was in the best interest of his animals, try not to waste a life and teach students the circle of life. So everyone's like circle of life, circle of life, circle of life. But it's like, Snapping turtles aren't eating puppies. Right. That's not circle like, of life. Like, they eat animals. Yeah, but, sure. like, they're not eating puppies. But that's why you have mice. That's why you have... Also, I feel like everyone's like, oh, it's okay. It's mice. Those are gross. I know. That is kind of weird. Get them out of here. But it's like, they are kind of gross. Yeah. But it's know. such a double standard. It is. It's gross. But, I mean, they're animals. They have to Can eat you what imagine, they eat. like, being in that classroom? I, I went straight to, can you imagine being on that jury? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, like, don't know the standard of, like, proving animal cruelty, so I have no idea, like, if they just couldn't prove it right. or not. But, like, it seems like... Yeah. Like, if you were, like, sat through the jury selection process for, like, a whole day, and then you get to the jury, and it's like, so, we're here to talk about this science teacher who fed a puppy. I'd be like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't know. I just, like, I'm trying to think of, like... I mean, the jury, the jury selection process is not very hard to, like, get through, because I've been selected, and it's, like... But it, it, they'd have to be asking, like, do you like puppies? Yeah. Like, how do you feel about puppies? And it's, like, indifferent? I don't know. You like, feel indifferent about puppies? They're I fine. would not have been selected on that jury. I'd be like, oh my god, I love them so much. <laughs> and the defense is like, no, nope, yeah, Get her out. Get her out. <laughs> get her out. Yeah. Like, who would say, like, they're okay? I know, like, monsters. People who would feed them to snapping turtles. So, he, is he teaching again? Um, this literally, like, just happened two days ago. Oh, God. That he was um, found not guilty. Um, and the end of the story, so I don't think I'm going to take my full 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. How much time do I have? You've got three minutes left. Oh, perfect. So, the end of the story is, like, also pretty sad. Oh, no. Oh, no. Someone found- came to claim, claim the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> they're like wait <laughs> that was mine yeah he just had a cold <laughs> oh, no no 
Okay, so Hefo's found not guilty. I'm sure he'll be back at school because, like, the whole community loves him or whatever. <laughs> blah, but blah, blah, apparently, blah. this, like, whole story brought to light the fact that he had, like, all these animals in his classroom, and he didn't have the proper permitting to own a snapping turtle in his <laughs> classroom. So the Idaho Department of Agriculture took the turtle and killed it. <gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. They euthanized his snapping turtle. Why? I don't know. Don't eat it. Give it to like, some... Like, put it back in a pond. Yeah. Don't Maybe it, it was, like, too domesticated or something. But they just, like, fucking straight up killed no, his a, snapping turtle. A zoo. A zoo will yeah, take it. exactly. And not feed it like, puppies. Like, no one wins in this story. Right. The puppy lost. The Do you think it's lost, because the it The kids ate. lost. Everyone lost. Except for the teacher, I guess. I guess he's Do good. you think... But it, he lost his snapping turtle jobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that they euthanized it because it was a puppy that it ate? And it, like, got the taste for puppy blood? <laughs> and it was going to, like, terrorize this Idaho no. town? Like when um, like when a bear attacks a human. And if they catch the bear and they euthanize it. But it, I mean, it wasn't like it went out and, like, stole a puppy. Yeah, but I'm just wondering, like, do you think that's why? I don't know. I honestly, like... This was, like, how most of the articles ended. But they just, like, said it, like, oh, they euthanized it. Like, they weren't, like, because. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the rationale. But I was, like, wait, what? Like, I have so many <laughs> other questions. So many questions for the <laughs> Idaho Department of Agriculture. <laughs> we'll call them. Yeah, we'll like, call them. maybe they should be sued for animal cruelty. That snapping turtle didn't choose to eat that puppy. Man, what a twist. <sighs> I know. So many lives lost in this story. So many innocent animal lives lost. So many kids became adults, you know, before they were ready. Can you imagine those kids growing up like in college? Like, really bloody too. Oh yeah. Oh. And like oh, yeah. little little yips yeah. from Stop. the puppy. Stop. <laughs> Can you imagine those kids in college are like, tell me about your weird teacher. It's like, oh man. Yeah, like everyone else is like, I had to dissect like a cat. Yeah. And like, oh did you <laughs> Amateur hour. Interesting. Okay. So, like sorry, I thought we were telling weird stories. <laughs> You got yeah. a puppy, you're going to wish you didn't. So that's my story. Oh, I wonder if the puppy had a name. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. All right. But, like, also that press release said nothing. I like that you opened with the press release. I read the whole thing and I was like, wait. Like, as you were reading, I was like, well, this could be anything. It's true. Yeah. Good one. Good one. All right. That's my freaky story. All right. Wow. First time I didn't talk for longer than 15 minutes. I know. Should I just stop the timer? Yeah. Yeah. You only have 12 seconds left, so it's fine. I feel good. I feel like I've really, like, learned my time periods, because I usually get really caught off guard. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. Yours was really freaky. Anne had, like, a personal touch. I think you may have won. Um... I, I find unsolved my, mystery. I find mine scary because it's still unsolved. Exactly. Oh, Mine's like, wrapped up with a nice little right. button of euthanasia at the end. <laughs> a nice little killing at the yeah. end. Mine is like too close to home and like well, some, literally too yeah, close to home. Yeah, and someone yeah, no, probably, you someone you someone out there won. listening probably knows something. And <gasps> <gonna be> like, <laughs> okay, let's we'll solve it. Okay, we'll solve it. Good one. Thank you for listening. Thank this you. This was a fun one. This was a good one. I'm like, it wasn't like puppy super... murder and <laughs> disappearing babies. Super fun. Super fun. Super light and fun. Um, follow us on all of our things. Yes. Follow us. Rate. Subscribe. Review. Review. Write a review. Someone write a. <laughs> 
goddamn review. <laughs> yes, we've been begging. We've I feel been, like, <laughs> and no one is doing it. We got a couple. Um, follow us on Instagram. What is it? The Freak Show Pod. That's right. Um, the Freak Show Pod at gmail.com. Send us some of your freaky suggestions, and we might cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Facebook. We've got Twitter. I just started tweeting some oh, fun stuff. Very so fun. we're getting some followers okay. of just okay. like random other podcasts and like yeah true crime stuff and it's really fun great so follow us on twitter that's freak underscore pod um high note yeah let's end on a high let's note let's end on a high note even this was this was fun anyways it was yeah weirdly dark and fun yeah um okay so my high note is like more of a is this a high note i don't know but it's <laughs> so this story of this woman in china who um had like selective hearing loss and she <laughs> she's only, like, I, I just can she, only not hear my husband. She can't oh, hear God, men's voices. Your <laughs> <laughs> face got so. I was like, what? You know? No, she lost <laughs> low frequency hearing, so she can't hear any men's voices. Oh my God, dream. Yes, that's why it's a high note. <laughs> like, obviously. It sucks in, like, a lot of ways, but also, like, can you imagine? I'd be like, I can't even hear you right now. Like, what are you trying to say to me? It's amazing. I'm just, like, picturing you out and, like, some dude's trying to talk to you. You're like, I can't even hear you. Like, I'm sorry. I'm only focusing on my female friends right now. So the doctor doctor said it was brought on by stress, which is, like, (laughs) duh, the stress of hearing men's dumb voices. You know what I mean? (laughs) And that it's, like, not going to last forever. It's, like, a temporary thing. She just needs, like, some moments of peace and quiet from her life. She's, like, making herself. It's going to come right back. But I just love it because, like, the first, she, like, went into the ER. She, like, couldn't hear, like, someone talking to her. And, like, the first doctor was a man. She's, like, I can't hear you. And then the next doctor was a woman. And she's, like, oh, this is perfect. (laughs) So it should be. Yeah. That's my high note. Lucky, lucky I woman love in China. That, that wins the episode. <laughs> good one. Awesome. Great good episode. High good high note. Good one. All right. Um, later freaks. Up. Yeah. Later freaks. We'll be back next week. Always. Bye.